Welcome to the Alight on Wellbeing podcast series. As life at home and at work converge, employee well-being has never been more essential to maintaining high-performing organizations. At Alight, well-being is at the heart of how we operate and serve our clients. We believe in the connection between a healthy mind, body, wallet, and life, grounded in inclusion, so that all employees live their best life at home and at work. We're glad you could join us today to learn the latest and greatest on employee well-being. Let's get started. All right. Welcome to the next installment of the Alight on Wellbeing podcast. This is really a fun one for me. We, I got the chance to spend some time in Lincolnshire, which for those that don't know is our corporate headquarters just outside of Chicago, uh, with the two people you're about to meet today. And they are just fantastic. By the end of it, I was just like goosebumpy and lathered up and, and couldn't wait to make sure that we we captured all of this and, and made sure that we shared it with all of you. So with that, Rachel, why don't I introduce you first or have you introduce yourself first? Hi, Matt. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today, too. Uh, I'm Rachel Biederman. I am the Director of Product Marketing for Leave Solutions and MD Guidelines, and it was also super fun to meet you in Lincolnshire and get to work with all the terrific new colleagues on the Alight team. All right, before I let you go, Rachel, what is one thing that you are passionate about? Oh, my gosh, just one? Okay. Um, <laughs> I am really passionate about using science and data to drive better outcomes for people, whether they're patients or participants in a health plan or my colleagues. Um, just apply, applied information is a big passion of mine. Way better answer than like unicorns or bourbon or something like that. So well, well, like well bourbon. stated. Oh, you like bourbon too. So if you could have chosen two. All right. Spoken like a true Tennessean myself. Jason, before we jump in here, why don't you uh, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about your role? Sure. Yeah, I am uh, Jason Andrus, and I'm the national practice leader over our Leap Solutions here at Alight. So, you know, beyond just giving, uh, you know, uh, fellow colleagues goosebumps, it's really exciting to, you know, work with our prospective and existing clients to identify the things that uh, we can do to solve the challenges that they have in this space, you know, ultimately engage their employees in that well-being journey that they're on. And, uh, you know, ensure that they're able to meet their business goals. Love it. Passion project. What's your passion there, Jason? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I think it's uh, it's really nerdy to say this, but I'm passionate about leaves, right? I, uh, you know, live uh, uh, this, uh, you know, space and everything. And uh, there's a lot in this space, certainly, to, uh, to keep us up, uh, you know, at night as we, uh, you know, sort of learn more about the direction that uh, things are headed in this space. I would not say nerdy at all. I would say we we have you in the right role then. You're in the right role. If we did, you know, put sent you off to, to global payroll, probably not necessarily the right spot for you, I'm thinking. All right. So so before we we dive in, just let's I think structurally, let's let's think about this podcast. And and Jason, if it's okay with you, we're gonna have you kind of focus on leaves and how they actually impact an employee, kind of so more that lens. And Rachel, if it's okay with you, we're going to have you really think about kind of leaves and their their impact on on really really an employer 
or the HR administrators that are that are sitting over top of that or specific organizations. Uh, we did that a little bit in, in a previous podcast around benefits, and I think it actually really helped clarify a lot of that, the, the back and forth that happens around a topic like this. So, so with that said, let's start at the employee. Um, Jason, Regroup is now part of Alight. I think two names that a lot of people know. Uh, I guess it's back to being part of Alight. I know we've been friends in the past and are friends again. Kind of what does that mean for clients uh, and their employees? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think it starts, you know, with um, just the additional foundational tools and investment that Alight is bringing us, right? I think that the scale and scope of Alight provides um, a great benefit to, you know, clients, um, their employees, as well as selfishly, our own colleagues, right? This, uh, it, it's, uh, it's nice to be the center of attention, right? And I think that uh, that certainly is the case uh, at Alight, um, both in terms of, uh, you know, the insights we've heard from clients, as well as the excitement that we have from our internal colleagues, such as yourself. You know, I think historically, these services have been viewed through a standalone lens, right? And and so that's why this attention, I think, is so exciting from my perspective, because, you know, a, a specialized focus on leave and disability management gets you just that, right? But I think, you know, the client focus has shifted to really prioritize this in, you know, terms of the overall impact that it has on the employee experience and well-being. And, you know, quite frankly, there are limits to how far a standalone solution is going to get you in that space, right? And I think that's why this is um, so impactful, right, for clients and their employees. You yeah. Know, no, keep going, Jason, for sure. Yeah, I, I think if you think about, you know, put yourself in the shoes of an employee going out on a leave, right? It's confusing. It's hard. You've never done it before, right? And so our vision is really to make these leave benefits accessible to employees and help them understand how they all work together, right? Because there's a web of alphabet soup of absence in terms of, you know, short-term disability or STD, you know, FMLA, there's California Family Rights Act, there's all of these confusing acronyms that apply, but ultimately in, in the eyes of an employee, what does it mean to their job, their pay, and the impact to the other benefits, right? Because that's what ultimately drives, you know, them as they're going through this, this process. And, you know, in our experience, it can be hard for an employee to truly understand what's going on, right? Because they also have this, this event, right, that's causing the need for a leave in the first place that they rightfully need to have as the focus, right? Either they're sick or Ill injured themselves or they're going out to care for a family member who is, right? And they should rightfully be focused on that, right? And so it's our job to ensure that we're getting them where they need to go within that process, whether they need they know where they need to go to start with or not, while also pulling in all the other things that can help them in their journey, right? Things like an yeah. EAP program, disease management, and all of that. Without a doubt. Well, and I, I love what you said there because there, there, and it wasn't even a written theme, but there has been an ongoing theme in our podcast that it seems like so many different people are approaching this kind of concept of overall employee and employer overwhelm and how confusing and, and, and how kind of it, it's kind of one of our mission statements to start to remove some of that confusion and, and, and bring people through the process. And, and so I love 
everything you said there, because this is just yet another kind of example of things we stack on top of each other, that even if it's a, a, a reason for celebration that they're on a leave, they're having a baby, there's still a lot of stress associated with that. So so in thinking about those, you mentioned kind of a couple or, or flirted around a couple. What are some of the main reasons you know, that, that an employee would go on a leave for, for somebody that's never been on a leave that that's kind of, you know, foreign territory for me and, and talk about, you know, the different data or, or different scenarios that as an employee, you should be, you know, recognizing that, that your company might have a program to help you, uh, or that as employers, if you feel like your employees are moving down a path, you should expect some leaves. Yeah, no, also a good question, right? And in this space, you know, the reasons for leave vary widely, right? The, the most common is an employee going out due to their own health condition, right? Or, or caring for a family member. But, you know, the some of the complexity in this space is, you know, all of the various regulations that apply, right? So if you're in Tennessee, for instance, as I know you are, um, there's a volunteer firefighter leave, right? That that folks will call out on, right? Not a common one, but um, certainly something that someone in the state of Tennessee thought was important enough that it merited, you know, a, a job protected program for, right? That employers have to address, and and then employees, you know, um, rightfully find themselves in situations where they need to take off, right, from work in order to, um, you know, volunteer with the fire department. I might have to skip the rest of this call. I'm going to go and apply at my local firefighter <laughs> station. I have one down the street. I didn't know that that would qualify me to take leaves. Um, you know, just just one other before we kind of moved more to Rachel. Um, one of the things you presented a week or so ago is really thinking about all of these different defining moments, I would say, for lack of a better word, in that leave experience. So whether they are kind of a, a moment... Uh, or a chance to do an intervention before a leave, uh, the moment of of the actual leave itself, and then that, you know, kind of re coming back into the ecosystem of a job and, and kind of those moments. Can you talk about some of the more defining moments along that path and, and different places that can be impacted by a solution that's aggregated like a light work life? Yeah, so, you know, as I think about how you you know sort of chunk out a leave if you will into into phases right you have the the sort of you know pre-leave moments right where you know i think that's where employees typically are looking for information and insight right not just in terms of the benefits that are going to be available to them during the course of their leave but also you know i think that's an opportunity to um, you know, engage additional programs that employers offer, things like, you know, maybe a hinge health, right, that might uh, enable them to better manage their musculoskeletal condition, which drives a lot of leaves, right? Um, yep. And maybe they can do it to a point where um, a, a leave is, um, you know, not the only option, because I think oftentimes in those circumstances, that's where leave sort of ends up being in the minds of an employee is that it's my last resort. My condition is so bad now I need to take a leave. Right. And I think, yeah. you know, work life is, is, is powerful in that it enables that that sort of real time insight into what they're eligible for through the course of their leave. And, and again, it, it goes back to the impact of that leave on their job, their pay and their benefits, right? Because, 
you know, it's these leave circumstances that are driving these employers to offer these programs in excess of what they have to, right, based yeah. on the mandates that, that, that the government sets. And, you know, the reason they do that is because it's, you know, a really critical component to those employees in their, you know, their, their journey, right? You know, it's, it's something where, you know, we find folks that have access to, for instance, to parental leave. Um, you know, Buck Consulting has found that folks with six or more weeks of paid parental leave are 84% likely to return to the workforce at the end of their leave, right? So that's why you offer that. If you offer less than six weeks, they found that that actually drops down, um, you know, 50%. So you cut it in half, you know, if you have less. And so, you know, by having that insight up front, it really it gives employees insight into the value of these benefits that they've probably never even thought about, right, that now they need when they go on a leave. You know, I, I think similarly, as you think about the moments of leave, there's, there's being on leave, right, itself, right? And, you know, this is historically a space where I think self-service has lagged, um, you know, the other sort of HR spaces, as well as the, the world at large, right? Like, every time I have to call somebody in my house, I feel like my wife and I have like one of those old Western standoffs, right, where we're just kind of staring at each other asking, you know, who's going to make the first move, right? And, and historically, in the leave space, it's all been about calling. And, and I think, oh. you know, by, by getting work life and, and a platform where you have, um, you know, familiarity with it to begin with, it enables that employee who doesn't want to call that they don't have to call, right? The information is going to be available to them in a familiar space. Oh and then my the God. Last well, moment, yeah. Keep going. Sorry, go yeah. No, no, keep going. This is, it's obvious your passion is leaves. This is what I love. This is why you had to be on this podcast. Keep going, Jason. <laughs> and, and the last moment of course is returning to work. Right. And, and that's a, an area where, it's confusing to everybody, right? Especially the employer who wants to be ready for that employee when they return to work, right? Because the last thing they want to have happen is for an employee to return to work and for everybody to be surprised, right? That's not a great welcome back moment for an employee that's just been, you know, out for however long they have been, right? And so I think that's where, you know, it's really critical to to have multiple channels of engagement, not just, you know, throughout the process, but especially as you approach the end of that process, because it's all about confirming the employee's intent and ability to return to work and making sure that you're letting that employer know so that they can get everything lined up that they need to get lined up to let that employee do what they want to do their first day back, right, which is to actually be a productive you know, um, person who's able to log into systems, right, that they need right. in order to do their job. Gosh, that, you know, that kind of shepherding, as you kind of just described it there, of the entire process, Jason, that that will take out so much of those kind of overwhelming moments. And and I think that that idea, the conceptual idea of the power of, of being able to bring digital therapeutics or bring marketplace products that are there to try to to make it more gradient like I'm disabled versus I'm not disabled or I'm injured versus not injured and instead try to gray that a little bit so that you can support employees before it's crisis gosh to me that that's really at the heart of what a great employer is trying to do and and so with that being said, Rachel, let's let's talk a little bit about the impact of a leave, let's say, on an employer 
um, the impact of people not being there and, and why it's so important that we can try to not necessarily prevent a leave, but maybe maybe allow the leave to to, you know, be used in a different way. Sure. Well, we know from the, the, st the statistics and data that are gathered in the industry that on average, 10 days are forfeited to absence and lost productivity per employee per year. And obviously, that's just the average. There are people that are out on very long leaves. There may be people that are just out a couple of days. But all of these leads have an impact on the employer. They have an impact on productivity. They have an impact on the total cost of employing anybody. And they have an impact on how the employer gets to manage their own business. We know that most employers have um, HR teams that are focused on like sort of the big deliverables of HR, right? Hiring people, letting people go making sure that people are compensated appropriately and paid on time. Most employers do not have deep expertise in leaves of absence. And alike being able to come to the table with that kind of expertise really takes a lot of the noise out of an HR person's day-to-day -day because it lets them focus on core activities. So that's one big thing that we bring to the table. Josh, I love that. That that concept of not only shepherding the employees, but but also really shepherding I would say the people or the HR leaders. Can you can you give any other examples of how, let's say, outsourcing that leaves process, let's say, especially for a multi-state organization, can really take a lot of the pressure, you know, because because the last thing an HR person needs to do, because they only do it three, four times a year if they have a small enough workforce, is process that leave and make sure they're compliant and make sure that they're you know, legally compliant and and or if there's unions involved that they're compliant there. You know, can you talk a little bit about all of the different ways that, for instance, Regroup or Read Plus Alight really can help shepherd that that actual HR person and ensure that that a company maintains a, the level of service that they they want to give to their employees? Well, for starters, it doesn't matter where you're sitting or where your employee is sitting. There's over 100 laws and regulations in the U.S. alone that apply to how employers must get, manage employee um, leaves of absence, and that doesn't even include Canada. So if you're a uh, frontline manager or an HR regional business partner, we can make it so that the mom who's gone out for maternity leave in Ontario or the volunteer firefighter in Tennessee or the organ donor in Virginia all of those people are given the right benefit at the right time because that's the key. Leave is a benefit, and we help employers manage it as just as well as they manage all the other benefits that are probably more commonly understood and known to their HRT. I love it. Uh, Rachel, any final thoughts from you? I think the final thing that I'd like to leave people with is that what a light leave solutions as part of a light can bring to the table is we've got you. We understand that this is complicated. We understand that these are moments that matter in the lives of employees and that their employers want them to come back to work at the end of the day. They want to retain people. They don't want to have to go out and recruit because somebody had a lousy experience, felt like they weren't supported, didn't get the accommodations. No, we take all that noise out of it for you. We've got their back. We've got your back. Let us help you. And that right there is those goosebump moments that I had last week that don't worry, we got you. So good. Not to throw it back to you, Jason, to, to have to, 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 you know, final thought past that. But do you have any final closing remarks uh, before we uh, put a bow on this podcast? 
Oh, to, to follow that is a, that, that's a, that's a rough ask, right? Uh, <laughs> I know. No, I, I mean, I'd say it, it's not only complex, but it also keeps getting more complex, right? And that's another area that we focus on is um, as states like Maryland and others enter, you know, this space in new ways, right? It's making sure that we have our, our, our eyes on the horizon, right, to see these things coming and prepare our clients as well as their employees for the impacts of them. Because unfortunately, um, that's not always right. Uh, something that the, the legislative bodies have in their, their sort of mindset, right, as they're doing these things. Totally right. Well, if anyone listening to this uh, needs to talk to Leaves, you can now see why uh, I brought these two folks uh, to, to listen to. I know, Jason, your dance card tends to be very full, but I'm sure we can find space. If somebody listening to this wants some of those insights on on different lengths of leaves and if there's there's different tipping points or, or economies of scale uh, as well. Rachel, I know that there's people listening to this that that are probably desperate for that we got you message around this. And so I invite them to come and find you both on LinkedIn or reach out out to us directly. There'll be links down below in this podcast. Thank you so much, both of you, for joining me today. This was just awesome. Thank you for joining us for the Alight on Wellbeing podcast. Visit alight.com to learn more about how we're connecting work and life for greater well-being. If you like what you've heard, please give us a five-star rating from wherever you listen.